Intelligence Day, everyone. My name is Susan, and I'm here to take the word. The title for my sermon is The Holy Spirit, My Best Friend. My anchor scripture is John 14, 16 to 17. John 14, 16 to 17. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. He will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. We learn from this verse that the Holy Spirit is our advocate. An advocate is someone who supports you and helps you like a friend. Acts 2, 38-39. Acts 2, 38-39. Wow. Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God, and be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 39. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. I want to emphasize that this, is, this promise is to you and to your children. There is no age limit or barrier for those who can receive the Holy Spirit. You are only required to repent and baptize. Therefore, as children, I urge you to not be discouraged to have an active role in the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2.17 In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Conveys the equal significance children hold and the power young people have to give to even give prophecies. So what are the attributes of the Holy Spirit that liken him to a friend? One of the qualities of the Holy Spirit is that he is a helper who teaches and reminds. In a friendship, it's important that you have someone who can teach you valuable life lessons and remind you of important details, like texting you of an event coming on. The same is conveyed through the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26. John 14, 26. But when the Spirit sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. This tells us that the Spirit provides wise counsel to us all and was there for the disciples as a reminder of Jesus' teachings. Luke 4, 1. Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Georgian River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. And Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. This, tell, 
We see that the Spirit was present in Jesus' life and worked with him, alongside with him, to fulfill his ministry. This leads me to believe that he was also with Jesus as a child when he was in the temple. Luke 2, 46 to 47. Luke 2, 46 to 47. If we could open our Bibles, please. Three days later, they finally discovered him in the temple, sitting among the religious teachers, listening to them and asking questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Jesus was able to speak with the elders of the church because he was filled with the Holy Spirit who teaches and reminds us at any age we can also do this. Number two, the Holy Spirit dwells in believers and fills us. When you are friends with someone, you will want to spend time with them and be in their presence. The Holy Spirit is God's presence in the lives of us. 1 Corinthians 3.16 1 Corinthians 3.16 Those who realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God is So we see that the Holy Spirit dwells in us and fills us. The Holy Spirit is a guide to all truth and knowledge of what is to come. It's essential to have a friend who can guide you and give you advice. John 16, verse 13. John 16, verse 13. The Spirit of Jesus will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. We are guided by the Spirit of God. If a person lives under the control of the Spirit, they will not fulfill sinful desires. Paul wrote in Galatians 5.16. Galatians 5.16. So I can say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So it's important that the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us. Number four, the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. We all have times when we feel weak and we don't know what to do, so we turn to our friends to help us. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. helps us in our weakness for example we don't know what god wants us to pray for but the holy spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words and the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying for the spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with god's own will the holy spirit helps us to align with god's will by interceding for us during those times when we feel weak, when we feel hopeless, when we feel down, and when we feel like there's no one to turn to, the Holy Spirit is there. 
Jesus knew that the disciples would need the power of the Holy Spirit to carry out their missions. Acts 1 verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judah, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. We see the change that the Holy Spirit had in the lives of the apostles in the times when they were weak. Acts 4.31 After this prayer, the meeting place shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. In their weak time, the apostles were able to be bold because they were filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us peace, like a friend who resolves your problems and makes you calm. Romans 8, verse 6. Romans chapter 8, verse 6. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. The Holy Spirit is our freedom from all the struggles in our lives, and he restores perfect tranquility. So how do we maintain a friendship with the Holy Spirit, but also deepen our intimacy with him to become best friends? I'm sure we're all aware of the difference between a friend and a best friend. A best friend is someone's closest and dearest friend. So how do we reach this level with the Holy Spirit? Prayer. The same way we can spend hours talking and laughing with our friends, we can also do with the Holy Spirit. Especially for us children, there seems to be a stereotype that you have to be formal and rigid to speak to the Spirit but you should be able to express yourself to him about anything and everything. If we go back to our anchor scripture in John 14, 16 to 17. John 14, 16 to 17. It says that we must be able to recognize and know the spirit. If I heard my friend from behind, I would be able to distinguish their voice because of the amount of time that I have spent with them. The same way we should be able to recognize the spirit. And I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. He will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. I pray that we will all recognize the Holy Spirit in our life. Amen. Romans 8 verse 14. Romans 8 verse 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. 
I pray that we'll all be led by the Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. If I could invite the choir to help me sing this hymn. Thank you. 